Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is For Catalysts for a Great Christmas. It's Christmas season 2017. Wise men still seek him. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Hey, here we go. Let's get right into this. Four catalysts. Number one is make room for him and seek him. I already said wise men still seek him. And one of the great parts of the Christmas story is there was no room in the inn. And, you know, just the simple truth of making room for the Lord, of seeking him, of spending time with him, of crying out to him of meditating on him. And it's that that never gets old. You know, one of the things I appreciate about certain people is they make me hungry for God. So I see over you this Christmas season even even doing things like going into the bathroom just for a moment or a a room or a closet or wherever your car and just raising your hands to the Lord and just saying Jesus I love you. I want more of you. I, I, I want to see parts of you I've never seen before. And just even times of worship, times of getting on our face, times of, of just crying out, I need you, I want you. Those, those things are priceless for our lives. So number one, make room and seek him. Number two is speak life to the small things in your life or the seemingly insignificant things that God is doing. (laughs) You know, when the father sent Jesus as a baby, that should tell us something. Great things have small beginnings. God's answers, God's solutions have small beginnings with an idea, with a heart surrendered, with with somebody saying yes. So I, I say despise not the day of small beginnings. Celebrate progress, not perfection. What is it that is seemingly small that you've done or is happening that you are to celebrate and release faith over? You know, when Jesus was born, there were only a few who actually knew what was going on. The world didn't understand. The religious people did not understand. There's Joseph and Mary, the wise men, shepherds, Anna and Simeon. If you read the Christmas story, you just note that what God was doing was hidden. And yet it was the beginning point. I was just ministering in Topeka, Kansas. And I was reading up on the history of Topeka because I knew that it was instrumental in the revival of the Pentecostal charismatic movement. And there's a guy named Charles Parnum there who got hungry, gathered a group of people. They made a commitment to the Lord and to each other and started seeking. And he noticed Acts 2 and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And they had a watch night service on December 31st, New Year's Eve, 1900. The glory fell. 
a woman started speaking in tongues in Chinese. They had extended they had extended meetings for a few nights. And within 10 years, out of that small beginning, uh, the Pentecostal movement exploded around the world, Azusa Street, and so many nations. And it was done not with the media we have today. It was a fire that happened. Some would say, wow, that's, you know, they'd look at that prayer meeting on New Year's Eve. That doesn't have much potential. <laughs> Incredibly. It had potential. Great potential. So what is it? The discerning one can understand and can see great things. They have a John the Baptist anointing who also saw later on who Jesus was. So that's number two is speak life over the seemingly small things in your life. Number three is surrender. Mary is our example be it unto me according to your word. When she heard the impossible, when she heard her assignment, when she understood of the potential um, negative repercussions to her reputation, she said, be it unto me according to your word. And, you know, it's a, it's a time to surrender. It's a time just to say, Lord, here am I, send me. Isaiah heard that in Isaiah 6, heard he heard this, who will go for us? And he said, here am I, send me. And so, Father, right now we just surrender again. Maybe somebody's listening and you've never surrendered and you've never said, God, I want I, whatever your purpose is, I lay down my dreams. I lay down my agendas. I lay down my rights and expectations and things and I surrender to you for your highest purpose in my life. It's catalytic when we surrender and then number four is give. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And God sets the example of Christmas season of giving, and certainly there's tradition of giving gifts to family, loved ones, but just find ways to give. Find Unique, different ways to give. Find ways to bless some children around you. Find ways to give to someone who needs encouragement. Someone who's actually doing something. Give to them. Maybe take a couple $20 bills to the store and ask Holy Spirit, who should you give those to and bless them for Christmas? Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast for Catalytic Things for a great Christmas. We're so thankful for you from Igniting Hope Ministries. And we want you to remember there's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle because it's our strength. There's never a convenient season to walk in joy. There's never going to be a time where there's going to be unresolved, completely no unresolved situations or uncertainties in our lives. And so today, Lord, we choose joy. We thank you. We stir it up. Luke 2.10, the angel said to the shepherds, Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. Hey, God bless you from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much. We look forward to having you with us on another podcast. 
We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.